Welcome to Women with an F-Tub Mind. I'm your host, Ms. J. Marie. And it's not about awareness anymore. It's about doing the damn thing and ruffling as many feathers as you can. And here, we're about sexual assault, sexual harassment, domestic violence, and the lack of mental health help in our military. And we recognize it's a human issue and not just a specific gender. So just be ready for what we've got to say, because it's time to do the damn thing. So, my lovely listeners, I've got a spicy one for you this week. Because if you have not gone down this rabbit hole yet, you need to. Because for some reason, this story is still the way that it is. Still, (laughs) we'll go into details. But to tell this story and bring light to it, I brought back my favorite, Alani. So, welcome back. Hello again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to not even, like, welcome and be like, you know what? Here's my co-host today. Here's Lonnie. So, um, uh. But today we are bringing to you Lavina Johnson. And literally, like, I just got done telling my boyfriend this because, you know, I'll give him the inside scoop. But I was like, while you're waiting for me to get done recording this, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, just Google her name. So just imagine being 19 years old. Okay. You're in Iraq. Not only are you in Iraq, but this is in 2005 and the military is a whole different shebang and even as a female so again you're 19 years old you're a pfc which in the army is an e3 it's different in the marine corps it's an e2 she was an e1 though she was posthumously she was she was a actually a pp1 when she was in but when she died they made her a pfc what what so they ended up giving her like when was it? I don't know if I say it right. Posthumously, or whatever it is where they up you in rank after you've died in whatever, like it's part of an award thing. Because they gave her like good conduct in the Army Commendation Medals. Like they gave her all this stuff when she died, and part of that was bumping her up to E three. I wonder if that's because they thought, oh, we fucked up, so let's you know, let's do that. Well, it's kind of like here you go, like this is gonna make shit better. She got awards, and we honored her, so we can move on now. We have flex, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go down this rabbit hole. I'm actually like, I should say that I'm excited to talk about this because this is a fucked up story, but just like. Th- you know, if we get into the conspiracy side of things, but just like the facts of this whole case is so fucked up. So, you know, at some point, Lonnie, you were, uh, feel free to just hop on in there if I talk too much. (laughs) So, July 19th, 2005, in Iraq, Lavina was found in in her tent, contractor's tent, I've read both, but her death when they found her, was ruled as a suicide, which, you know, whatever. And at the time, that year, 83 suicides had occurred just in the Army alone. But the autopsy, once it was conducted again, which we'll get into the details of that, said it was different. And it almost looks as if the DOD tried to cover it up. When it was discovered, like when she was discovered, they just said that it was a suicide and she had killed herself with her own M16, but there was no bullet found. 
There was the entry and exit wound of it. Didn't make sense. Definitely wasn't, definitely didn't come from an N16 because the damage that it will do, you know, if she truly stuck it in her mouth, as they said that she did, the damage would have been way different than what was actually discovered. So the army had said, suggested to the family that she does a closed casket funeral or the family does a closed casket. Family said, basically, fuck that, and did an open casket, and that's when they discovered what really, you know, that's when they started asking questions and was like, what the fuck? Because they had just, they were already saying that, but I don't know if you read that, saw that or not, Lonnie, but they had just spoken to her, like, two days prior. Yeah, she was telling them how excited she was she was going to be home for Christmas, and she had all these plans with them, and... Which is usually stuff people that are suicidal don't do. You don't talk about, like, future plans with people. Like, you don't look outward. You're kind of, like, stuck in your moment of prepping. And they said that she was definitely, like, excited to come home. She was going to decorate the tree with her dad because it was a big tradition. And just seemed upbeat. And then the army tried saying that she got broke up with over an email the guy she'd been with for like two months and that was like yeah that just i mean i can under i can't understand but i can you know try to empathize with it is you know you're in a shitty situation let alone being a female and they've been brought up like how she didn't have a battle buddy because that just wasn't i guess really a big thing then but like i didn't get the way they worded that though she hadn't been assigned a battle buddy like i went I deployed in 2011. Nobody got assigned a battle buddy. Like, I don't know where that... (laughs) The army doesn't assign you a battle buddy. At least nowhere I ever served did. Like, there were plenty of times I walked around on the FOB by myself. I mean, even, like, I haven't obviously deployed, but even when we've gone in the field, nobody has ever said, like, hey, make sure you got a battle buddy. And half the time when you're walking to the porter shitters or something... It's like in bumfuck Egypt, lost in the woods. No walk ten miles across the desert to go pee. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you just you don't know where shit's at, especially in the middle of the fucking night. Oh my god! Like I our know. battle buddy system ends after basically our AIT. Yeah, like, that's before you go to your first duty station. It's it, that's done. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I like got told like I have to have a buddy was the schoolhouse. And that was just so that I could check out and go do something on the weekends. Like, that was literally... And even then, we were so restricted on, like, what we could do. But we couldn't be by ourselves. But as soon as, like, when you hit the fleet for us, it's like, you're a fucking grown-ass adult. You don't do shit. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck, yeah. That's... It was super weird. And, like, she always frequently, like, wrote them. And she was just always so optimistic. So, like, again, they're already raising questions because that didn't make sense. For her to just kill herself. So her dad, when they had the open casket, it was said that that's when they noticed, like, the bullet hole. The bullet hole did not resemble an M16 shot from her mouth. An exit wound at that, like. Exactly. Like, if y'all look, look, you do not have to be a gun nerd or know that shit. But I promise you there's going to be an exit wound if you stuck an M16 in your mouth and shot it. Well, it wouldn't be the size of like a nine millimeter that looked like it entered the back of the head because they said it looked more like execution style than an entry wound that would have blown out more. 
and it came from like the left side of her face is what her like yeah and they were saying she was right-handed so it didn't make her arms were too short like, like nothing simpson shit where the glove didn't fit just kidding no yeah, speaking of gloves did you read about how at the cast like when they had it open that the gloves they had on her had been yes, like glued on I was <laughs> <laughs> like i don't i don't think that is normal but uh no, it's, why it's would a- you glue like where the fuck are the gloves gonna go she's dead her body's there so they glued the fucking gloves to her hand and yeah and it said she had like third degree burns or something when they they checked yeah so when they also noticed that like her nose like it appeared that it looked broken like it wasn't like obviously like some noses are just straight down but it looked they like said that it looked like it fixed the like a post-mortem plastic surgery they said it looked like she had had her nose busted and then like reset after she was dead like they were trying to fix it up and there was oh my god her that autopsy like there's some resources about it that are just like out of like missing body parts and stuff like that like oh my god it's all over the place that's insane well the the consistent part of the autopsy so you know backstory a little bit the autopsy that was done by the army they projected it that it was a suicide so the family decided to hire their own criminal investigator that did another autopsy to finally you know be like this is what the fuck really happened or that could say what really happened but this is what they found was that she had a broken nose and they also got access to the photos because originally the family couldn't get any documentation no photos no nothing nothing would really get released to them so that was another reason why they hired this uh criminal investigator and once they looked at the pictures, I just reading the description alone, I'm just like, could you imagine, like, that's your fucking kid? Like, and then here we are over 10 years later, I'm still trying to get answers. But according like 16 to 16 at this point, shit. Yeah, like, that's Jesus. So according to this new autopsy, she had a broken nose, black eye, loose teeth. Burns from chemicals on her genital areas, which, you know, for obvious reasons, people would do that, you know, to get rid of evidence. But that's just me. And like we said earlier, there's a gunshot wound that was inconsistent with, you know, the suicide claim. So that alone would explain the glued gloves and the cut lips when they, you know, saw the opt or when they finally seen her in an open casket. But I still don't understand. Oh, and with the pictures, she was laying in a pool of blood that were papers that were like scattered around. Um, that just, yeah, they were laying everywhere. And then they tried to like, I don't know how true this was, but it was like burned papers. And that's what she was doing was burning stuff between her and her now ex-boyfriend. And the photos, she tried like, setting the tent on fire. Yeah. And the uh, the photos also shown that, that like there was clear like blunt force trauma to her face. So it's like, what did she do? Bash her face in, and then okay, cool. Now I'm just gonna put more pain on myself, and then you know shoot myself. 
Like there was there was some stuff that said they also found that she had like bite scratch marks and a broken neck. Yeah, I read that too. Well, and then another thing that the criminal investigator looked into from her dad was that no rape kit was done and no fingernail scrapings were done because the op the original autopsy. Uh, oh, and there was no bullet or residue, like no gun residue. So they said there wasn't even an M16 of hers there. They said they matched serial numbers and it wasn't even her weapon at the exactly. scene. So it's like, and the reason why they didn't do a rape kit was because it didn't look like a rape. I'm sorry. If there is fucking chemical burns everywhere, safe assumption that there was probably a fucking rape. Just saying. Which, oh my god. It like makes me fucking sick. And... The fact that it's been so many years and this poor fucking family, like, doesn't have the justice. And the craziest thing, too, is that <laughs> this is, a, the, I think this is actually the most mind-blowing part, is that if anybody requests any type of information under the Freedom of Information Act, not only does it need to be reviewed, it needs to be approved and cleared. By the Secretary of Defense and the Chairman of Joint Chief of Staff because it is classified as a matter of national security for for what? Because you have so many suicides, as shitty as that sounds, so many fucking suicides, then why is hers so different? Why is this classified? Why do you have to jump through so many hoops? To get the information and the clarity, especially as the fucking family. My whole thing with it was where she was found. Like, why would she go to a contractor's tent mm -hmm. to kill herself? And they said that there was like a blood trail, like she got dragged in there and all this other stuff that like every single detail in her case, there is a discrepancy somewhere. Which... <sighs> I just, I don't fucking get it. You know, and this but, but the chief of public affairs for CID said that they did a lengthy and thorough investigation. Stands by every bit of it. Bull fucking shit, bullshit. Because there's no, like, if the autopsy, I don't understand this. Autopsy is so clear as day. It's like how how can you even still like even with this big push too. Like, the big push for all of this. Why? Why wow, don't even put this into fucking words? Like, how is this still? Like, why is nobody talking about this? It, who fucking cares if it was 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? This is a fucked up story. The family deserves the justice and the right to know what the fuck really happened. Like. Well, they've made it a point to also say, and this is still going back to that same chief of public affairs for the criminal investigation command, saying that everything you're seeing on the internet regarding this is false and unsubstantiated. So it's kind of like discrediting anything else you see that was not published by the army itself. So that's enough to get some people to kind of be like, oh, it's just conspiracy theorists it's a lot of murder mystery kind of stuff going on and you but, know uh, i would i would be willing to go down that rabbit hole but at the same time i mean her dad blatantly came out about this told the stories on protect our defenders 
which if you want to watch it, literally go to Protect Our Defenders website and you can literally find his videos where he talks about this and the criminal well, investigation. A whole documentary too. Most people aren't going to put themselves through something like that unless they truly believe something's up, especially like coming from like a mother. I would never have my kid exhumed over something if I did not really truly have that gut feeling that something was wrong. You do not put yourself through that as a parent. And the fact that they had her body exhumed for that second autopsy and to get another opinion, you don't put yourself through that unless you really believe mm -hmm. something is wrong. Absolutely. No. And I agree. Like, you know, as shitty as it sounds trying to put myself, you know, in the parent's shoes, you're, you're exactly right. Like, why would go? Why would you go through all this effort, still trying to get clarity on it, if you did not fully believe like this is this is the fucking truth? Like this, we know something fucking happened. And again, you know, they just literally talked to her a couple days prior about yeah. going home and being excited, and you know, like you said, decorating the tree and doing all these different things. So why why do that? Yeah, I think it's just, and they they talk about her like she was such a like full of life type of person. Like she had goals, she had dreams. She was in the military for a reason, like many of us go for. And it was just like out like out of nowhere, within like a twenty four to forty eight hour period. There's just this shift. All of a sudden, doesn't want to be alive. Was just telling her parents, "I want to be home for Christmas," just to tell them. But then it's like, usually you have a plan like that for a while. And, you know, her family's not, like, out of tune with the military. Both her parents are veterans. So it's not like the naiveness. Like, some people try to play play that in, into the cards. It's like, no, they, they served in the military. They know the bullshit, and they're not fucking dumb. Like... Yeah, they didn't want her to go in, but they understood, you know, she wanted to go to college, she wanted to pay her way, and they supported it, but they didn't want her to go. Mm -mm. There was um, there was a retired Army colonel, her uh, name was Anne Wright, and she works with, like, raising awareness of that sexual assault in the military. You know, when she heard about Johnson's story, you know, the first theory was is that they're trying to cover up for somebody that's of rank or some prestige or somebody higher up. And, you know, there's all this backing to this theory, which time to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> huh. so, this part. <laughs> I know like this part I could, Oh my God. If this story is the actual case. So let me just make this clear first, before I go on this big, while we go on this big, you know, tangent of conspiracy here. I don't know how, like, I don't, this is we're just going to put this out there it's just a conspiracy by a very well-known lawyer so it may not be actual like 100% factual but this theory like the reason the whole reason I'm putting it out there is because I could believe it 100 fucking percent could believe it given the facts also that it is classified <laughs> classified information over a ruled secret yeah, like the classification, it is literally like the way they claimed it was like it's sandwiched in between the sitcom general with George Bush, like the Iraq shit, 
And then the emails that were sent, like, over a government account um, of Mike Vicks under the Secretary of Defense for the Intelligence with the United States operations in Pakistan against bin Laden. How, how the fuck <laughs> is a supposed suicide, you know, classified with the whole shit with George Bush in Iraq and shit in Pakistan with bin Laden, if it's just suicide army, tell me about it. <laughs> like, we Enter general. <laughs> yeah. So... Let's go down the rabbit hole. So, this is the theory. Four-star general, army general, is it, is it Brian? Burns? Sprints? Kevin Burns, I think is what it is. Burns, is that right? Okay, because I don't, I don't fucking know how to say that. So, he and PFC Johnson had met a couple days prior to this death. Burns is known for engaging in extramarital affair with a civilian female and was ordered to stay away from her by the chief of staff, General Shoemaker. He, on the other hand, did not obey those orders. He was willing to risk the court martial and be more secretive about it and didn't give a flying fuck and still continued to see this woman. So what the conspiracy is that on July 19th, Johnson, who supposedly had no way of knowing about this order to stay away, this love affair, what the fuck ever, saw Burns and this woman engaging in an affair again. So well, she was a contractor, wasn't she? That's why she would have been yes. in Iraq. Yes. That's why she, yeah. That's, that's why I was like, why? She didn't show up in a duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was like, when I saw that, I was like, what? Weird. But yes, that's why. So, Johnson, again, somebody who basically wrong place, wrong time kind of ordeal. And even though she may have not known, she didn't know about this order, why the fuck would a PFC, or as you said at the time, anyone know about this fucking love affair from a four-star general? Like, not a fucking thing, unless you're like the secret clerk that works for them in an office. The only reason you're going to know. But she had caught them or had seen them, whatever, and was by herself. So that is where the conspiracy is that this four-star general was the root of her physical, like, the abuse, the, the violence, and then tried to make it look like a suicide. So he did not get in trouble. This is my thing with this whole thing he served for 36 years and he was relieved three months prior to his retirement date over mm -hmm. the whole adultery and disobeying a lawful order from a superior i don't i mean maybe it happens but i don't know too often when someone especially at four star general rank is gonna get kicked out three months before a retirement after 36 years of service over adultery when that shit goes oh my god that's so big and alive in the military all over i mean that's when you're up at that at that point you know people somebody would have done a quiet like okay you're being dirty <laughs> like we're just gonna quietly kind of let you go exactly. but it's like to cut him lose after that amount of time over that 
just seems like a little bit like, let's just say this is what it is so people don't ask questions. But that doesn't seem right for that rank to be relieved over adultery. Like every rank pulls that shit. And I don't know. I don't even see staff sergeants get that kind of relief <laughs> from getting That's caught. Exactly. Like literally I have physically seen it myself to where we have this staff sergeant get in trouble for adultery. Like he literally is married and was sleeping around with somebody in the same battalion. And it was, they got caught at the command, like in the office. What did this guy think an E1 was going to be able to do to him? That's what I'm kind of curious about. Like what does a four star general think that like, I don't even know where their cross, like their paths would cross really, because usually you don't see the general. <laughs> like that's when you're, and that's where I was kind of like at, like where y'all he get out, out of the... <laughs> like he's not hanging out anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like they clearly were. If this was like, if this is real, like if this is the actual shit, which... this is pretty out in the open. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if they were in a tent or something that they thought that people don't usually go to. And maybe Johnson was going somewhere to be alone or whatever. And then just happened to, you know what? It could have been, she just literally walked the fuck by and he thought she saw him. But yeah. again, like you said, but also at a general's level, he might not even know who the fuck she was. And you probably don't go to the extent that this person went through to damage her. Like this wasn't like she just got taken out back and killed like this is somebody that beat the hell out of her and then absolutely destroyed her like completely just tore apart and it's like that's not somebody that is mad because you caught him like adultery but if i don't know if you listened to an episode i did a while back and it was talking about cover-ups and stuff like that the dod mostly on the army end does and there was another theory that was kind of put out. And I don't remember if it if it involved Kevin Burns at all. But I know they were saying because of that whole contractor tent situation was that it was talking about the who that contractor tent uh, belonged to. And I can't remember the name of it. I would have to go back and listen to my own episode because <laughs> I threw all my notes away. <laughs> but uh uh because i was like i'll never need these notes again and then boom i'm talking about it but <laughs> but they were saying that the the contracting company that owned the tent that she supposedly was killed in is known for horrible things especially towards the female contractors that it employs rape murder cover-ups of its own so there was this idea that this contracting company did some shit and the army was just kind of like you know like not going to get involved like there there are so many fucking <laughs> there's a lot of holes to go down for this like dude we could start doing the effed up fridays and just like conspiracy theories <laughs> oh they're everywhere like <laughs> How much of this, like, we say conspiracy theories is a joke, but how much is actually really a conspiracy, and how much is actually the fucking truth made to look like a conspiracy? Like, it's I so just crazy. That it's like, somebody would have to go through some, like, 
major shit to make up the type of details that are popping up in this case. And I'm actually pretty surprised for how top secret this case is that you can even Google any photo. <laughs> yeah, no fucking kidding. Like, I was thinking, it, like, once I realized, like, how top secret this case is, and I was like, huh, surprised I can even find anything on her at this point. Because, like, even... You can see all the crime scene photos. Right. That should have been, like, Google has access, <laughs> but nobody else does. Exactly, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this shit... Like, I want to say, oh, it's a conspiracy, but at the same time, like, it's fucking, this shit's fucking believable. I get a But I think that's what's screwing it up. I think because it's so such crazy details that it's easy to be like, obviously, the internet warriors are running with this and the bloggers are going crazy and the murder podcasts and stuff like that. So people start going like, oh, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, that's a bit out there. But I think because it is so far out there that there probably is a lot of truth to it. But they're able to stand behind that whole it's all unsubstantiated stuff circulating on the internet because it just seems so crazy. Yeah, and like looking at oh my god, I don't even know why I pulled that up but I did. The one that the Military Murder Podcast did and how they put the the picture of her, mm-hmm. of her body in the pool of blood. Like like you can just clear as day to like I mean again, if you want to go through that rabbit hole, you are more than welcome to. I am not posting the pictures of her body because no it's too much. Yeah, that that's that's amazing. That's the point of getting her name back out there so that like this goes somewhere. I feel really bad because I know her her dad, the last thing I saw about him, Dr. John Johnson, was that he was I think hospitalized or sick or something. And I imagine nearly two decades of trying to figure out what happened to your daughter, especially when you have the mindset of she was raped, murdered, and then forgotten. Like that takes a toll on you, a huge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I really wish that he could see something come from this before something happens to him. Like, yeah, doesn't leave the world never knowing what happened to his little girl. No, I, I fucking agree on that one because it's like, I don't know why. I, just I mean, I, I couldn't imagine, put, like, I don't even want to put myself in their shoes when they. I mean, it's bad enough to have a soldier show up at your door or anybody show up at your door and when you're in the military or you have a family member in the military because you know if someone's at your door, it's not good news. To think that your kid was in a, you know, a spot where they had to kill themselves or just got killed because they're in a combat zone and then to get their body back and see that they're just beat to hell and there's obviously more to the story like it's just heartbreaking well that's why i wanted to do this episode too is because like not enough now that we're in this stage of things where social media again like i always say can either the best fucking thing in the world or it can be your worst thing in the world and she comes from an era to where like social media wasn't really a like it was a thing but it wasn't a thing like it is now and (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, 
Yeah. Somebody was busy picking a playlist for their profile to give a shit what was going on in the your top friends and your background to your fucking profile. Like, trying to get Tom to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though. And, you know, I, that's why I want to bring up her story again and do it because, again, we're back on this stage, like, we're in this stage to where, like, people, social media can put that shit up and somewhere down the line we'll eventually see it, you know, whether you want them to or not. And that's why I wanted to really do this because that's why I also asked you to, because I, you give a shit and like this kind of story, you know, you have to give a shit, especially, I mean, it's not hard to go down this rabbit hole, but at the same time, it's like, she's one of many stories, but it's a story that needs answers and nobody wants to fucking touch this story. They just say the name. It goes back to saying, just because you say the words domestic violence doesn't mean it's enough. Saying her fucking name when you're just throwing it out there where you think you know something isn't enough. And that's what we need to do is that we need to keep pushing her name out, keep pushing her story out. Because like you said, to at least give her dad some sort of closure to know like people are out there fighting for her, talking about her and trying to find the justice. When we have a hunt, we have the fucking tools to do it. Like... So now we need to utilize them to fucking get the real answers that need to be done and get the justice served. I'd hate to see, you know, 20 year anniversary of her fucking death and we still ain't got answers. Yeah, it's definitely the big thing is not letting her or any of these other women or men or whoever that kind of fall victim to this type of stuff or especially when it looks like a cover up to be forgotten because it happens unfortunately too often to where you know you get the name going again and then something else happens and it takes away the story because now you have this newer bigger story and so they just kind of keep getting packed further back further back further back and eventually people just don't talk about it at all well that's like asia graham i mean you know the whole vanessa gian thing needed to be put out there but like Asia Graham got drowned out completely last year. Yeah. Like, completely overlooked. Everybody heard about Vanessa, but nobody stuff. heard about, you know, Asia. And it was around the same, like, Asia's was, everything was around the same time frame almost. That's why that episode I did, the, what was it, The Good Place or whatever I did about Fort Hood, you, like, you could literally stack these dates within sometimes days of each other of soldiers going missing male or female and Vanessa Gian's got a huge spotlight. And then you also had uh, that Bragg soldier, I think that went missing mm-hmm. and a couple others and people like it, the focus was on her, but it was because the family was loud about it. But the issue was that when other people were trying to get loud, especially like that Morales kid that they ended up yeah. finding on accident, like mm-hmm. that was kind of the whole thing was that if it had not been for her case, his would have never probably come to light, but it really did drown out a lot of stories that were current and happening alongside it, like parallel to it. Yeah. No, I, that's, you're absolutely right on that. And that's, I think that's something I might start up, you know, I could talk about this offline, but pushing out there the names that, the forgotten names and because again like you said there are so many 
I already tried it on social media and I had some veterans tell me to shut the fuck up because they deserved it. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, like, that's the problem, though. Like, that's the other side to social media is people are trying to keep the spotlight on these people so they don't get forgotten or allow this stuff to continue. But then you have this other group of people, the keyboard warriors, that just impede stuff all the time just for the just because they can. And they like to throw stuff off or keep people from doing stuff. And it's a shame that we turn on our own to the extent that we see from obviously this cover-up standpoint all the way down to not letting people tell stories and get help or do whatever needs to be done for changes and these cases to come to an end and whatever else. There's a lot of people out there that abuse social media oh absolutely and you know what i'm gonna tell them suck my ass because <laughs> i'm really surprised i have maybe it's just because of the followership but i'm really surprised just because of how like vocal i'm gonna say vocal but like i don't know just the way that i talk i'm just surprised i haven't got more backlash but i think it's just the whole followership probably but yeah, back mine's to- bounced. <laughs> mine's mine's <laughs> over a three-year period of kind of shifting gears of how I do stuff, and so I think sometimes it's I have one group of people, and then I shift to try something else, and then you know some of those people slough off because they don't like the change, and so they get mad. Like I've had people actually email me, like my personal email, to fun. be like, I think it's like you're a piece of shit and these are people like that reached out to me that were like suicidal that I helped and then I post one thing they don't like and it's like none of that stuff matters and they just turn on you and it's just like whatever like it's like the good and the bad and the ugly when it comes to social media people just are people are crazy and people are hurting and that's how they react by blowing up on people wrong people usually but it's whatever well Lonnie thank you for coming on and jumping into this rabbit hole with me and putting this information out that needs to be out even more and saying her name and getting her information out just it it needs to justice needs to be served on this I don't give a fuck what the army ruled it's time to unrule that bullshit and put the right information out there and And people, people need to check out the documentary from 2010 that they did on her the silent truth yes they can find it absolutely maybe then people actually start watching it and speaking like holy shit they're gonna realize yeah this is fucked up so again if you want to dive down an even further rabbit hole than lonnie and i discussed or that's like the fucking phrase of the episode jesus you can turn that into a drinking game like sometimes (laughs) i say rabbit hole um but if you want to dive down even further than we did, all you literally have to do is Google her name. Google her name and then add the word suicide. You don't even have to add the word suicide. Just Googling her name alone. Holy just put shit. in Lavina. If you just put in Lavina, you will get some gut-wrenching stuff. Mm-hmm. And I recommend you do it and realize how fucked up it is. And, yeah, the hopefully we can get some justice for her the more we talk about it the more we put it out there and doing things like this and just you know 
ruffling as many feathers and be like, hey, oh, yeah, hey, Army, you fucked up. <laughs> like, well, they said if they said CID, if you can give them a good enough reason to open the case, they will do it. Well, but they have to have more than just the what they see as the conspiracy theory, but they will, they are open to the idea of doing another investigation if they can be given the right information to go down that road. Hmm. Interesting thought. Hmm. I mean, they won't, but <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you can get the whole, you can get a whole probably fucking riot going, and they probably still won't touch it. And they have too many petitions out right now, too many names on it, and they're still not opening it. Right. It's crazy. Well, again, Lonnie, thank you for you know being my right hand woman <laughs> and being just up for you know going down this road and doing all the work that we do together. So thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. Of course. And on that note, I'm Jay Marie, and I got show back. Women with an F'd Up Mind is not DOD affiliated or any branch of service. We are not endorsed by any of them, even the ones that we serve in. We're just about stating our opinions, talking about the experiences, and just how stating public records. So I just wanted to make that clear because all we're about is making people uncomfortable, ruffling as many feathers as we can, and you know, doing the damn thing. <laughs>